You are now listening to Rest Days. Before we dive into this week's episode, it's important for us to note that some of the topics we cover could be triggering. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome back to Rest Days. I am one of your pilots today. I'm Lauren Lavelle and I'm here with my co-pilot Maria Sylvester Terry. And we are here to talk about the Rest Days Guide to the Gym Galaxy. So we're going to take you on an adventure today through the gym and beyond, right? That's what we're here for. Here we go. Yeah, everybody <laughs> buckle up. It's going it's to be great. Um, for those of you who decided to uh, board this ship a little early, you might be our 22 patrons. Thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. Yay! You can find us at patreon.com slash Podcast if you would love to support what we do. We're ready to jump in, uh, get the engines running with clickbait. Yes. Would you like me to go first? I would. Yes, please. All right. The scene, I'm setting the scene. It's January and you're online. So that's the scene. (laughs) Um, We're going to talk about greens today and greens, powdered greens are my clickbait. And I want to first state that I don't think I'm anti-powdered greens. I think I'm anti being heavily marketed powdered greens. (laughs) I like this. I I think like I, I, I understand maybe where there is some desire and I understand like the value to folks who are really looking to get, um, maybe a little bit more nutrient density and, and have things that really limit their access to that. So I want to say that I think that as a nutrient dense option, maybe this is good. And also I just feel like every morning routine every that girl routine every get ready with me i'm like "Uh oh there it is again it's like stop the video when they start putting greens in water (laughs) and again i'm not coming for it in that way i just think i've noticed an uptick in the powdered greens section once again and and it was it was pretty popular i think that they the some of the popularity like declined a little bit. I don't know if you would mm-hmm. say this as a dietitian cuz you're really you're really probably engaging with these kinds of things more than I am. But it was big and then it slowed down and we got back into our smoothie grind, you know, like and and I'm a big fan of a smoothie because it feels like something a little more substantial than um what swamp water, which is what greens are to me. <laughs> but now we're back and I think that my clickbaitiness of this is just where do we go? What do we choose? And why are we choosing it? So I think that that's, that's where it becomes a clickbait thing to me because you are more than welcome and there are valid reasons to consume these powdered greens. But if you are like me and you are somewhat of like a supplement person who like likes to try different supplements and like get into these new, new things, then 
it is like hard to resist buying another powder and like, do mm -hmm. I need it? And is it going to just turn into literally a brick of kelp on my shelf um, <laughs> before I use it all or whatever? So I think that that's where my clickbait is at today. And I would love to get an expert opinion on greens. Just a little rundown. Who me? Yeah. The expert? I mean, oh, wow. well, maybe you're okay, not an great. expert on greens, but you're, you uh, are definitely more of an expert on nutrition. So let's go there. Yeah. Okay, sure. Thanks for the invite to share. Um, I feel like these products at best are expensive pee and at worst um, are marketed, like you said, um, as silver bullets. So when I see folks that are looking for athletic greens, they're typically falling into one of two categories. They are the uh, more like ADHD, stuck with this like appetite suppression. If they're on medication, they don't eat a lot of veggies or they go bad in their fridge really quickly. They're thinking, well, what if I just add this? And that kind of replaces the need for serving of vegetables, which is how it's marketed, which I would disagree, uh, ex like expressively, expressly disagree, because you're not getting the hydration, you're not getting all the micronutrients at the capacity that they're in in that whole fruit or vegetable. And you're also not getting the fiber. So while I think, yes, as like a micronutrient burst, sure, that'll do it. It does smell like vegetables. Like it's not not vegetables. Um, but I feel like it's not going to be the thing that really locks in the that girl routine. It really is just like a little bit more dust for your potions. Like you said, it's really just like, I'm just adding it. So my take is if you're looking for a little extra burst of micronutrients, um, go for it. It's it just not going to like improve your gut health period or help you lose weight period or count as your vegetable intake period. It's just, it's way too complicated. Uh, it really is like lighting in a bottle in that way. Like it's magic in a bottle if we think of it that way. And I know y'all are smart consumers. It's hard though when you see it and it seems like, well, why not? Um, well, the price tag, right, might be, might be a big why not. I think it is a little uh, inaccessible. It does feel like it's got to, it, it has to be something you are willing to pay for. It's like a choice. That's, I mean, that, maybe that's my financial feeling on it, but as a dietitian, it's not something I really recommend to anyone. I don't tell people not to take it, but if people are thinking, should I take it? I'm often leaning towards, why don't we try a habit that gets us to eat more fruits and vegetables and see how we feel. So that's, that's my sum up. Yeah. So what I'm hearing from you as someone who is being marketed these greens, um, oh, yeah. I'm hearing that this is an addition, not a substitution. Beautiful. Yes. Okay. So for the folks who maybe started off January and got their greens or have been uh, consuming greens for a while and really see the value of it, this is not us telling you that there is no value to it. It's us saying that this is a, a cherry on top rather than your substitution for other things, especially considering you're losing out on the fiber and some of the hydration that comes from. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good, good sum up, Lauren. Yay. So it's clickbait, but you can still have it. How many of our clickbaits have I like actually like <laughs> gone and like looked into? I haven't purchased any cause you know, I have like a, like a purchase thing where I can't press go. So things just sit in my cart, but I've definitely researched some of them after we've talked about it. Sure, sure. I mean, the L-glutamine thing was big on TikTok, right? And I have a client who was like, I really like taking it. I'm like, great. Um, yeah, y'all have the ability to choose the products you want. We're always here to let you know that you never have to. Um, and we're never going to make you feel bad for doing it. 
Correct. You do you. Yes, yes. And we'll just talk about it on here. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll talk about you. Okay, next. <laughs> yes, next is me. And I have a very uh, interesting trend of sorts. It's never really gone out of style, unfortunately. But it is an actual sales page for a program. I'm not going to name names, nor am I going to like out the, you know, the trademark title of the program. But it is essentially a weight loss program for new moms that are quote, desperately wanting to lose weight. Mm. Um, and the the program really pulls on pain points for any of you marketing folks in the room, you know, that is uh, a style of marketing, right? Identify the person's problem so that you can present the solution. And it really just it's hard, um, you know, it's like nothing is wrong with you. Our culture is set up so that we literally can't solve this weight loss or weight gain problem in a traditional way. So it really identifies that, like, there's this special unicorn of a program out there for you. And I think what makes it clickbaity is that the investment is five grand. Uh-huh. And there is a lot, a lot of talk around you know, aren't you tired of feeling this way? What, this is my least favorite marketing strategy. What's the cost of you not doing this? Those are words um, utilized here and words you've probably seen in other coaching programs. And then there was also this strange comment of when I hired my first coach, I also struggled to get past how expensive it was, but it was worth it. So it's sort of empathizing and it's also kind of guilting. And it's validating. Like, it's validating the price. Yes. Um, there's a lot of talk about like having skin in the game and really wanting it for yourself and how much better it will feel to come on to your partner and you're finally going to balance your hormones. You're finally going to have blood sugar balance. Wow. This we person, have, this person yes. is an expert in many things. It seems like, cause it's, yes. it's a fitness program and hormones are involved and also sex therapy. In a way, right? And then there's also like comments on like nothing else would work. Nothing else has worked. Why would this one work? Um, it's a lot of like root cause type stuff. So it's a little functional in that way. Like this, the root of your problem is X, Y, Z. Like I'm going to help you solve the root problem. Mm -hmm. um, it really, I mean, it hits on Whole30. It hits on tracking. It really, like the FAQs, like if you ever had a question, it is in the FAQ. Um, and it's, I mean, it's just hard. There's like even a comment of like, what if my husband or partner is not into it? Um, it's like, man, are we really coaching people on how to talk to their partners about making a joint financial decision of, you know, $5,000 in six months? Um, and six months, wait, here's the last part I'll say about it. I could talk about it forever. The last thing I'll say is uh -huh. that there's a guarantee that you will lose weight. If, mm. That like you can get your money back if you don't lose weight. Like, AKA, if you take a poop, you probably can't get your money back. <laughs> like, you know, your weight's going to change for a bunch of different reasons. I just found it so manipulative of the pain that mothers uh, experience, uh, the grieving process of, of body change, the fact that they might be experiencing a lot of different stressors or just general discomfort in their body. And it's sort of like, what, you know, what do you have to lose at this point? You've lost everything. You might as well pay so that you don't have to experience the cost of not changing. I just... Y'all, not cool. That it, the whole sales page is clickbait. Yeah, I I mean, I have like a lot of feelings about it. This person is definitely marketing towards a very specific person because let's be real, 
Um, a lot of folks postpartum don't have $5,000 to throw out there for a program. So this is a very particular group of people that this person is attempting to target. Like their target audience is, is not, not everyone. Right. Um, so right off the bat, uh, to me, that target audience is often a little bit more concerned with these kinds of things. Like maybe, uh, it's targeting people who are, the partner who stay at home and have to prove their value to maintain like their status as like a valid partner, especially if you're like the caretaker and you're not out making your own money. And so a lot of that value comes down to like feeling about your, how you feel about your body or how your partner feels about your body. Um, so that's why I'm thinking that some of that is in there. Like, Oh, seduce your partner. That's very, very interesting um to me yeah and well i mean also like i i that was way too much thought put into something like that <laughs> that's like really not cool behavior in general i don't like it but um i also just going back to the professional side of it feel like this person is in every lane they're a doctor they're an endocrinologist not just a doctor <laughs> just a, a, a doctor like a general um like provider they're an endocrinologist they are a sex and marriage counselor they are a trainer and probably dietitian from what it sounds like and oh yeah maybe a therapist so i this person is a learned scholar um <laughs> because of all the things you just described like those are all different places that people should be maybe leaning on different community supports for mm. And to mm -hmm. say that you have all of that wrapped into one is just, to me, a red flag. Right. And I think if you're really exasperated with your body and really frustrated and you go to this sales page in like a weaker, like low moment, it does feel like, well, why would I? Like, I don't think I would even have the ability to think what you just said. What you just said very clearly, like, this person is trying to be many experts in one. Like, that can't be possible. I think in That's the really opposite. You're moment, like, oh, my God, I'm going to get everything. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's like, oh, finally. It, and it names, like, we know nothing's worked for you. We know that you've over-tracked and over-calculated. And we know that you've been down this route. Let me read you this last little bit here. There is homework. And, like, this sort of, like, guarantee that if you do all the videos, all the modules, all the homework and you still don't lose weight, that you'll get your money back. Now, it says clearly, I've never been asked to give a client my money back, which we don't know if that's true. Um, but there's also this weird statement that you will lose weight for the last time, 4,000% guaranteed. 4,000%. Like, not only is this person playing the role of seven experts, they're also very willing to bet on their program, which, hey, good on you as a coach, and also 4,000%. You're going to tell someone who's that nervous about their body right now and that desperate feeling that they can bank on you 4,000%? That's a tall, tall order. Yeah, it's very strange. I also want to remind people that um, sales pages are meant to sell. So, like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, saying that you've never given money back to a client, like, we don't know how many people this person has helped. We don't know how many clients they've had. Maybe they've had three. <laughs> They could have, right. right? And then there's also like the the feelings of guilt involved with that. Like there's a lot of like humbling you have to do to be like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. 
and uh, so therefore I want my money back. Like mm -hmm. some people are like, oh, I'm just going to be quiet and move on. Like that's right. Or they're going to fall off and there's going to be some blame and guilt and all of that. So I think that I think that when I see stuff like that, that's where my red flags go. And you're right. This is not I'm not the target audience again. Like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not the target audience, so I'm not feeling that pressure. But those pages are unfortunately more popular than I would like. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the, it just, the, it's the page that never stops scrolling, you know, that, that in of itself with sales pages, like, but wait, there's more. It's very QVC. Um, a little, I, I get that Ronco rotisserie chicken oven vibe right away. Like there's always another accessory or that a feels more useful. Bundle. That feels more useful. <laughs> that feels more legitimate. They promising you a chicken that's, and they're going to deliver. Yeah, yeah, I mean, some of them have room for two chickens, so we get are definitely getting our money. Four thousand so, percent chicken. <laughs> so thanks for humoring me, Lauren. I also appreciate. I know with your membership, you have such a wonderful um, atmosphere for folks to feel their feelings, feel their bodies, and move and um, embrace and like be in the stucky moments and the moments that are hard and. I wish there were more sales pages that read like that. I know that that's a tall ask right now. Um, I know that there is a lot of marketing and clickbait out there for body change. Um, but I also feel like if folks are struggling, like there are spaces out there where you can lean into the acceptance end of things. Yeah. And it's important to remember that you're not going to get probably all those things from one person. So mm. I think that that's like a really important aspect of this is like, the two of us are in maybe two of those things that that person is claiming to have in this program. Right. <laughs> but yet, but yet there are still more things. And so it's important to remember, like, do you want to work with, I know it's a lot. I, you know, I don't book any appointments, so, um, I don't know, but like <laughs> to, to manage, like working with me, working with you, working with someone else, going to your actual doctor, there's lots and lots and lots around that that causes a lot of anxiety so I think that that's where that becomes popular but you can slowly add people to your support system without falling into allowing you know one person to claim that they can do it all because they are not yes. they this is that's like a Dr. Seuss character yeah, <laughs> yeah all the expertise is in their very tall hat yes yes <laughs> Well, you know, not dissimilar to uh, the gym, right? Making time for the gym is a thing, right? Making time for all the appointments. That's and... maybe one. Yeah, that's one part of it. Uh -huh. um, well, I'm leaning back into the, the main topic at hand here, um, which is how do we, how would we, as, as Maria and Lauren, how would we guide folks into the gym galaxy in January, in February, in general, um, because we know that many of you have questions about this and would love our perspective on it because of our general feeling on movement and what we believe movement can do for you rather than you doing the movement for a specific reason or for punishment. So before we get to it, we have a little section called Jim, Choose It or Lose It. Um, so I'm going to ask, <laughs> gonna ask Lauren two things to choose from. She will either choose it or she'll say, lose it. I'm not into either and give an alternative answer. Some of them are pretty obvious gym things. Some of them are kind of weird that I just decided to Yay. lose it too. Okay, great. So here we go. 
Um, we've got barbell or dumbbell. Choose it or lose it. Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> no, I know. It doesn't make any sense, but just go with it. <laughs> you would never have to choose it, y'all. But like in this moment, you can take one with you. What is it? I'm taking the dumbbells. Wow. Okay, great. TRX rows or TRX planks? Um, well, considering I almost fell to my death in a TRX row <laughs> not too long ago, I'm going to take the row. <laughs> okay, great. I'm proud of you for not totally losing it. That's awesome. Okay, great. We're healing. Bozu ball or medicine ball? Um, medicine ball, like weighted. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, those. Medicine ball. Waiting. Okay, great. I'm, I'm losing. Oh, can we explain that the Bozu ball is like that half one that people are usually. Yes. People yes. are usually doing extreme balance on. They're, they're wiggling. <laughs> they're shaking. Yeah. Those are a recipe for disaster in my opinion. <laughs> can I request a mini episode on Bozu balls? Just me asking you about your take on them. Sure. <laughs> okay, great. So everybody get ready for the, the mini episode. All right, resistance bands or booty bands? So booty bands meaning like the shorter, the smaller ones that wrap around your legs or you can kind of put them into, you know, however you use them, maybe around your ankles. Um, or the resistance bands, the taller ones, longer ones for maybe wrapping around the rig, whatever. This feels also unfair. Um, I feel personally victimized by this question <laughs> because both of them do have their own values. So mm, I'm taking the longer, I'm keeping the longer resistance bands. I'm choosing them. And I would also like to specify that the booty bands that I'm throwing away are the ones that are probably like the width of a rubber band and like roll up and, and, <laughs> and cut off your yeah. circulation. I'm yes, getting around this, this, it. This material. Yeah. I'm getting yes, around yeah. it by bringing fabric round bands with me. Okay, great, great. I love the fabric bands. Oh my goodness. The way the booty band type, you know, the smaller bands roll up my legs. Drives me and take, this. and um, literally they do double the work for me if I'm wearing shorts because they take all my hairs with them and my skin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an exfoliation as it rolls up. <laughs> Ooh. Wow, are we at the spa? This sounds yeah. great. Okay, good. Speaking Painful. of spa, speaking of spa, there are some gyms that offer some amenities like massage chairs, as well as scented lavender tails at the end of class. Which do you choose? <laughs> I have a personal problem with massage chairs, so I'm choosing the lavender. <laughs> I don't know why. It's a it's very personal. I am losing those chairs. I don't like I don't like them. Um okay, well I'm not going to dig any deeper on that. I feel like I feel like I could be like swallowed whole in those chairs. Like, <laughs> the machines are going to revolt when I'm in that. Oh, I just made Pierre really agitated by laughing so hard, y'all. I'm sorry. No. Um he's he's going to have a moment. Planks Planks are mountain climbers. Okay. You do know that I'm not allowed, like, my membership, like, doesn't allow me to teach mountain climbers. Like, they have been banned. I'm aware, yes. They've been banned. Um, planks always, because planks are the foundation for what a mountain climber is. So, without planks, you can't do a mountain climber, number one. Mm -hmm. And number two, mountain climbers are just, like, miserable for so many people. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's lose them. Lose it. I already yeah. lost them. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I already lost that uh, battle. 
That's why I put them in here, because I thought there was some drama around mountain climbers. Yes, yes. Um, Jump rope or jump squats? Jump squats. Cool. Pre-workout snack or pre-workout meal? Mm, Snack. Post-workout smoothie or post-workout meal? Post-workout meal. Mm. Do you prefer to work out, you as a person, do you prefer to work out solo or with a group? Mm, Probably solo. Headphones or earbuds? Oh, earbuds. Okay. I know Shower you. Shower. I know you have your ear thing. <laughs> yeah, I love my big hug around the ears. Um, sh- I I know the answer to this, but just for the group, shower at the gym or shower at home? At home. <laughs> at home. Just okay. Well, some of us might have other answers. I was also gonna layer in a lose it option here because I don't know about you, but sometimes I wait. I wait a little too long to shower. Like get my, I get my meal. I'm, unsho- I'm unshowered right now after hit. Like I'm like, I come into these recordings unshowered and then I have to yeah. shower after this. So, I mean, yes. sometimes you, sometimes you're going to sit in the swamp, but yeah, I'm here in the swamp with you. I'm not a little gator friend. I have not showered today after working out either. So here we are. And then wait just a minute. No. I have one that you weren't expecting. Greens or greens powder? Stop. <laughs> yeah, it was one of the questions. Yes. Um, I'm taking the greens. I'm taking, well, that's going in the post-workout meal. So I'm just adding the greens to the post-workout meal yes. that I also chose. Okay. Um, and also I think the, I think the meal navigation is really interesting for a lot of people because I mean, me included, it depends on what time Mm -hmm. your workout is. It depends on what type of workout, how you're feeling, because I think I'd rather get to a workout and be like, dang, I'm a little hungry than get to a workout and be like, damn, I'm too full. (laughs) I think that I will take like, man, that post-workout meal is going to be delicious over like, I can't go on. I can't go on. (laughs) Or the sloshing feeling. Like, mm -mm. uh, yes. I, that's why I asked because we're all different. Um, and I think there's no wrong way as long as there's some fuel in the game. The last one, which has to do with navigating a gym space, especially if you're new or you're a little shy. Do you say hi when you see people or do you keep your head down and keep going? Ooh, I, it's a, it's definitely a, that depends, but I definitely lean more high, um, because I'm so awkward. So like (laughs) at one point or another, I'm going to be making eye contact with you accidentally. And then I should just might as, I might as well say hi because I'm like, Oh shit. I've been staring in your direction for five minutes while I like look for a song or finish listening to this or like wait in between sets. So yeah, it's definitely worth me saying hi I'm also just like, you know, I like, I like to maintain those relationships with folks who I'm working out around frequently. So why not say hi? But yeah, it's usually because I've made, we've locked eyes and you've been on the Stairmaster and I locked eyes from across. So. (laughs) Well, thank you for walking us through. I would love to lock eyes with you on the Stairmaster if I used the Stairmaster. I'm kind of, might need to. Add Find one, one of those in my future. future. Yes. Okay. Lose it. Lose it or choose it. Stairmaster stair or treadmill. Go. Uh, stairmaster for sure. Yeah. Treadmill's yeah. so boring to me. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. Of course, I forgot the cardio equipment. Because <laughs> you're not um, trying to do it. 
Clearly, clearly our biases are here. Um, well, why don't we get started? Let's talk about navigating a gym 101. This yes. is really a general topic. We are going to get into gym etiquette and what would we do if we built a gym together? Um, but in terms of, you know, I really think this is where you shine uh, with guiding people through movement. What do you think are like the ABCs, the one, two, threes of navigating a gym, especially if you're new or joining a new space? Yeah, I think that the, the, to start it out, it can be just so intimidating to walk in. So unlike my, the rest of my life, having a little plan can be extremely helpful for navigating the gym. I think walking in with just kind of an idea of what you're looking to do. And even if you don't walk in with that plan, hopping on uh, a machine like a treadmill or like a bike and maybe just quickly looking things up or adding things to the list or Mm -hmm. scanning and making awkward eye contact and seeing what other people are doing. But just knowing where you're going to go is a good start. I, of course, would love for everyone to have a well-written and, like, well-thought-out personalized plan, but that's just not where everyone starts, myself included. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, just kind of, like, formulating a little bit of what is your goal? And I think that that's where these very popular splits become very useful, right? When you're like, I'm doing leg day, that can be Mm -hmm. very useful because then you kind of know where you're going to focus your energy, what equipment you're going to try to use that day. And you don't have to think as hard about how to set it up. So I think that um, as, as complicated as those splits can get for people or like sometimes miserable, to be honest, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. it is nice to be like, I do legs on Wednesday, you know, like knowing when you're going to do it. Um, So I think that having a baby plan or some idea is a great way to start. And um, maybe even giving yourself a time limit is also a good thing. I like that. I first started going to the gym, um, like the gym gym, you know, like the big box gym. I was going with a group of friends and we were there for a long time. I've talked about this a little bit, but we had a 24 hour gym. 24-hour fitness. Um, (laughs) It's in the name. But um, so we would be just there like playing around for a really long time. And while I feel like I got to try and do a lot of new things, it it just like it elongated that process more than it needed to be. And then not everyone has the the access and the ability to spend two hours. So I think anybody who's like being like, you need to spend two hours in the gym, that that time is a privilege. So yep. please do not think that that's the case. If you're like in and out in 45 minutes, that can be done. Like it can be done. Um, Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. where the plan comes in, right? Because if you're, you're going in and out in 45 minutes, you're not going to get much done if you're like, oh no, <laughs> I got here and I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and then when it comes to, I guess, using machines, uh, figuring out how to work them for your body. I have a lot of, maybe it's a past resentment for some of the machines at big box gyms. When I say like Uh the, the weight machine, you know, the things where you like do the little, you move it up and down weights, not like more of the free ones, not more of the towers, more of those, like you sit down and you can adjust the seat and adjust the weight. And that's pretty much it. Um, because everyone's arm length is different. Everyone's Mm -hmm. legs are different. Um, where your 
mass is distributed on your body is different. So some of the machines, it's just funny. Like if you have a really large chest and you're going to go up against this machine, there's just no way you can like close your arms and open them in the range of motion that's intended for the workout. And it becomes this thing where your range of motion becomes limited by the machine instead of like getting your full expression out of it. So I do have a secret like side eye for a lot of machines because I'm just like, that wasn't made for my body. It's not made for my body. It's a very general thing. And that's why when we were doing our like choose it or lose it, I picked the dumbbells because I just feel like they can go really far, which will be like, my next adventure in the gym with you all is saying that like, if you don't know what to do, grab some dumbbells that a couple sets of dumbbells and go hide in a corner. It's okay. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's okay. There a full 45 minute workout can be done from a corner with two sets of dumbbells. <laughs> like a hundred percent with rest in between, grab your water. It's going to be a great time. And it doesn't require you to feel so stressed about all these machines. Absolutely yes. not. Yeah. And you could tune out, you can be in that corner, you drop down on your mat, you, you play around with planks, you play around with a little bit of floor work, you roll around on the floor a little bit. Like you do not need to engage with all of those things all the time. And also if you're like trying to get, like, it's still worth it. I think that that's the big thing is like, oh, I got to use all these amenities and I got to use this, that, and the other thing. Cause otherwise it's not worth it for me to be here. It's still worth it. It's still totally worth it. Yes. Yes. And that really brings value to spaces outside of the gym, huh? Because you could do that in your backyard. Mm-hmm. You could do that in the hotel gym. If that's something you felt like doing, you could travel a lot. You can do that in your basement. There's just so many. And you could do that with other people, right? You can all take turns. Like you could have a little buddy that you do uh, you know, a series or sequence with. Like there's just, we can blow, essentially the guide to the gym galaxy is like blow up the gym. Yeah. Like, don't get stuck in the confines of this machine is for your butt. This machine is for your biceps. Like Right, you're becomes... like, why am I feeling the bicep machine in my butt? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, I mean, some of that is form. Some of that is, like, your body is allowed to feel what it feels. Like, it's okay if, like, the deadlift, you're feeling more in your lats than in your glutes or your hamstrings today. Like, that's gonna happen. So, I kind of, I think you're... Your gym 101 is priceless. I actually was writing notes as we go so that we can um, we can share it in other ways. Yeah. I find it's it's incredibly helpful. Well, I have one more thing to add because you said it. You said the f word. You said form, um, and I mm. think that I think that we I think we stress form a lot, and I I do believe that there is an importance to having good form to prevent yourself from injuring yourself and air quotes, good form looks different on different bodies. So your good form is different than my good form because we have different (laughs) bodies. And for the most part, moving through a range of motion that's not typically recognized as good form, you'll survive to tell the tale. Um, So a lot of of the, the form committee and the form police that you will find like, It's okay to be concerned about it and we're we're all pretty flexible. We've we've made it this far with doing things probably incorrectly, incorrectly mm-hmm. according to the form police. So, I think that just reminding yourself that like 
you're like, oh, that really doesn't look like how it looks on this person. Maybe you do check in. Maybe you take a video of yourself doing the move and mm -hmm. check what's going on if there's some asymmetry or whatever. But I think that getting so wrapped up in form that you're afraid to move is uh, is a pitfall that can happen to folks, especially if they've been corrected over and over or told that their bodies were incorrect. Uh, yes, yes. And that uh, anxiety builds and builds and builds. It makes it hard to walk back in the door. It makes it hard to put your shoes on. Like, you can take it all the way back to your house at that point. <laughs> right. They're that, like, I'm just going to go know. home. Right. <laughs> I did right. it. I made a mistake. I'm gone. <laughs> I have a couple thoughts um, on navigating the gym, but, yes. they, you know, while I'm a fitness enthusiast, I'm not a fitness, uh, like, trainer, right? I, I taught yoga. I did teach fitness, um, fitness classes in college, but that was eons ago. So my recommendation is really from, like, your fellow gym buddy right. uh, and your dietitian pal. So one is mindset. A lot of new clients in our gym, which is more group fitness-centered, uh, is feeling like you have to look a certain way or feel or like be a certain way or have this like foundational strength <laughs> and fitness to join a I'm gym. not flexible enough to do yoga. Like, yes, exactly. Exactly. That's I'm not good enough to join your gym. Yes. And you, I just want everyone to know that you are good enough to start. You're good enough to start anything you feel like you want to do with and for your body. Um, it's that mindset of I'm not good enough yet, so I'll wait. Like, y'all, wait for what? Right. Like, what are we waiting for? Um, you are so in a great place to start if you have the mindset of I want to start. That, that is the, the little fire under your ass to get you thinking about it and wanting to do something, and you are allowed to show up as you are. Yeah, you don't have um, to be good at something to do it. <laughs> Yes, yes. And on that note, you don't have to be dressed a certain way to do it. Um, I think we also think the outfit has to look good, that the set needs to be just right, that you need to have Lululemon pants, like whatever it might be. There's a lot of you... big energy around this. I, I'm like, because I know you look cute. You look cute a lot when you work out you do personally me yeah oh, wow thank you you do i'm a i'm a like oversized t-shirt gal myself um and that's because i'm comfortable but like mm -hmm. yeah i think there's so much how on how you look and how you show up and what you wear and what you can wear yes and there's nothing better than i think seeing somebody in the gym you really like their shorts oh my god i love your shorts and they're like yeah seven dollars old maybe <laughs> you're like woohoo um i when i taught in yoga studios it our yoga studio uh branches like they were lovely you did sometimes get the vibe that someone had a fresh outfit on and they were there in the front of the class to show it off like y'all let those people be those people you do not have to feel intimidated by them don't let that energy enter your body right filter that out show up in what makes you feel comfortable my sister is the same way lauren like comfy t-shirt usually like something you find at a gas station promo t-shirt <laughs> Right, like a wolf, <laughs> like she, you know, you know Brie, like she's <laughs> just what she is. Love it, and it's like the, I the turkey trot from like five years ago at a town <laughs> that you never lived in. You're like, where did you get that shirt? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
poor Pierre's gonna lose it again. But I, I mean, truly, how you look doesn't matter. I sometimes show up and I forget. Like I wore this shirt to the gym four days ago, but I had washed it. I thought, well, I'm not. I don't really care if somebody even cares to notice. They're never gonna say anything. It doesn't matter. The one, um, the one thing that comes to mind when you say that is like there's this video of a woman saying, "Outfit repeater? You mean wearing my clothes?" <laughs> what how are you gonna tell me not to wear my clothes <laughs> yeah seriously seriously um this is this is what they're for right um have a couple couple solid items a pair of pants that don't fall down let me know where you got them because i need them and uh enjoy being in your body not being in the set um as much as you can and then my last little note has to do with gyms or spaces where there's a leaderboard i'm thinking crossfit i'm thinking spin class orange theory type spaces um i want you to recognize that i see it i understand data doesn't feel neutral data could be neutral and a really helpful way to look at data as neutral is just as one single indicator, not the indicator of a workout. So maybe you notice, wow, since last class, I've actually lifted more, I'm spinning a little faster, or I got through that hill workout uh, feeling better, right? Use the metric for just indicating that maybe something has shifted. It doesn't necessarily have to be this like, the data you don't track is the data you don't change type of uh, tomfoolery that we have about the data being everything. We know trackers aren't perfect, they're not totally accurate, but if you start a gym routine and you feel like entering your score in an app is too much or having the data up on a leaderboard feels too much, y'all don't have to participate in that. You can store your lifting data or other data in your phone. In a you can hand, yeah, you can handwrite it. I think a lot of folks really benefit from like mm -hmm. writing down their own stuff, like separate from technology. I've seen it Completely. time and time again, the handwritten gym notes, like really do it for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's not necessarily to say every time you're in the gym, you should be getting better. I'll give you a great example. Today in my gym, I power clean for the first time in probably a year. So I looked back at my data for power cleans and I saw a number that was my last recorded set of four. And in my mind, I very rationally said to myself, you're not going above that number and you're probably going to be well below it. So don't go in guns a blazing trying to show that, you know, you could lift more than the person next to you. You have to check that ego and actually use your data to help you rather than say you got to keep getting better and better and better. Y'all, it's okay if the the weights don't change every week or the bike doesn't move faster every week. Mm -hmm. Like it would be okay to just go and feel the consistency of moving your body in a way that you enjoy. I would yes. love that for you. Yes, and that's how you stay consistent, right? Because otherwise, yeah, right. otherwise I I truly just talked about this in class. I was like, give me give me your 60%. I accept. Like your 110% isn't going to keep you out because yeah, there's, right. there's approximately zero days a week. I could give 110%. <laughs> like if that was, if that was the factor for showing up or if going up weights every single time was the factor for showing up, I just wouldn't want to do it. I couldn't right. be consistent with that. Right. It would get to the point where you're just like, it's too much pressure. <laughs> oh, completely, completely. And it becomes you versus you. Instead of you asking yourself, what's today feel like? A four out of 10? Two out of 10? You want to go on a nice long walk? You want to go for a five minute walk? Like 
actually invite yourself rather than forcing yourself to do the movement. Check in. Um, I, that's all I really have to offer. I feel like I can talk about this forever. I, I often know. feel like, I feel like I'm on the admissions team at my gym. Like I want to know all the new people and take them on a tour while I'm walking backwards. Like I just, I do want to feel like you have a vest. Space. <laughs> I have a lanyard. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a whistle? Yeah. You have a whistle. <laughs> Yeah, whistle. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started. Don't get me started. So, I mean, I definitely want to be a big cheerleader for folks when they're new. I want to know their name. I want to introduce myself. Um, it really just feels like you like the question I said, say hi or put your head down. I We're think both a lot say of hi. Us, we're both say hi. And I recognize that if you want to be a head down person, I hope it's because that's what you need and not because that's what you feel like you have to do. Right. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, you know, gym etiquette was something on the list today, and I think we I, talked a little. I mean, we did cover some of that with like we really did. But, we did. Um, yeah. you know, why don't we just kind of hit the basics here? You talked about modifying programming. Could you just give us, you know, your brief summary of why we should be doing that? Um, I mean, day to day, you can modify your programming for sure. But um, I think when you're when you're there, sometimes things come up, right? Like if you go and it's like packed, sometimes you're going to have to do yes. what you got to do to get out of there. Mm -hmm. So maybe you are trading that barbell for the dumbbells. Um, maybe, yeah, you yeah. know, maybe you're switching th some things about around. And for most people, they're not like for, I would say for a majority of people who are going to the gym, they're not there to do their big lifts, right? Like, a big lift gym is like a, usually a, a more focused thing where you're going to do your deadlifts, your bench and your squat, and you're doing yeah. them for this long and you're taking this long in between sets. Those are really catering towards different people. A lot of big yeah. box gyms don't, people do it and it becomes an etiquette issue because, it does. It because does. it like, it creates like a form aligned situation. So for folks who are just trying to, and I say just, for folks who are really just showing up as they are, you don't need to worry about like waiting in line to use equipment. You can, you can modify. And, and I think that that's also goes into etiquette of like taking up that space. There's, there's definitely a big a spectrum of taking up space. I tend to be more of a, like, I'm gonna take up a little space type of person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like I have been in positions where I was not allowed to, I did not feel confident enough to, mm -hmm. and now it's almost like a point of like, no, I can. Like, and yes, you can. I don't need to like defer to what this person is doing to like allow me to finish my workouts or whatever. Um, of course, there's general, generally being polite, right? But like, yes, yes. But like, I'm not gonna be like, someone... okay, you take my weight. Okay, you can take this weight too. Okay, I'm like, what? What the hell am I doing then? <laughs> yes, right, right. I, you now work at the gym. <laughs> I was gonna say direct, directing who can do what. Like, I'm handing out weights now. So no. Yeah. Um. So I think taking up space, especially when you're coming back into it, can be a hard thing to navigate. And just knowing that you're showing up, you're being polite. And you're not going to get <laughs> pushed around and like not be able to use things. And you have on here on this list equipment. Please, please don't be gross. Yes, <laughs> that's the most, thank that's, you. 
<laughs> Most of you know me, but I'm like a pre and post wiper downer. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't always get the pre wiper down, but if I try, right? So like, I don't always, especially when it comes to like working with dumbbells, right? Because if you're grabbing a, like if you're going into a set and doing 30, 35, 40, um, it's like, okay, well now I'm wash- I'm wiping down all of these, but yes. like, you know, the, the, the ass print that I leave on things, I try to wipe that down. I try to wipe that, you know? Yeah. It's not a calling card. It's, it's just, it's a temporary moment and you will remove it. Right. Right. Like I'm just, I'm not like, oh, well it can evaporate. Like it's not, it's not evaporating fast enough for me. And there's a detailed outline. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to. Yeah, the full that. crack. Yeah. yeah. Like, you could, that's a lineup. You could put that in a lineup and figure out whose that is. Um, so like, I don't want that. Stop. Stop. <laughs> All right, we've got these uh, seven butts that we're going to analyze, and we're just going to see if uh, the last lifter can identify the butt cheeks left on the bench. Can you please sit down and give us a print? (laughs) Yeah, it's the new fingerprint, actually. Yeah, well, that's how it feels, and that's why I'm saying, like, wipe it down. Yes. Um, And, like, also just for your own personal, just remember to like really, really be washing your hands and mm-hmm, be mm-hmm. wiping down your own personal mat. Even if you're not working out at a gym, you should wipe down your mat every once in a while. Um, just an aside, you know. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That yoga mat of mine. Oh. I Swiffer oh, mine. <laughs> Swiffer's brilliant. I actually throw mine in the washing machine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can. It's very durable. Um, you got to do what you got to do. I, I I don't have anything to add other than um, related to cleaning up equipment, like sweat puddles, you know, if you're like in the yeah, gym. That's you your gym. That's definitely your thing. Yeah, Mr. Puddles. Uh, if you are a puddler, you know, generally grabbing some paper towels would be solid because it's also a, a hazard, right? Slip and fall risk. Um, and then I also think just like energy like the energy you mm-hmm. bring to the gym matters like if you want the gym to be a positive place for you to go bring that with you like if your defenses are up I get it if you're nervous I get it um sometimes in our gym we have folks that you know that class could be like a cheerleading squad and other times you can feel like competitive energy mm-hmm. in a way that you just didn't ask for and I do think gyms can be community spaces. They can be wholesome. And we only get there if we are all sort of willing to be people together and be kind and create space for each other to show up in a way that feels good. Uh, Thanks for walking us through that. I think the taking up space is the most important, right? I also think it's fun. Right. If If you're in a class or in a space where everything feels com- competitive i just want to remind you that you don't have to personally have that as your own climate oh, for the for day sure. like you could be in your little bubble of like not competitive just like high vibes pop music playing in your ears <laughs> and just <laughs> not have any idea that this person next to you is trying to compete with you you're like okay <laughs> like you can do your own thing so i think that that's also an important reminder that I want to throw out there, which is so funny to me because I don't like getting competitive. It makes me feel a lot of feelings that I don't necessarily love. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wanted to sometimes diffuse that energy and just be like, <laughs> the 
what is she doing? <laughs> like, what is do, she doing? Do the complete opposite. Right. Like, <laughs> beep, 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 beep. like just totally, yeah, just having yeah. a Barbie girl moment. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> So, I mean, even though Barbie is, like, very successful, we'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> she does it all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's a, a, a second or third episode idea now that we've gotten through this one. We have a last little section, y'all, that, you know, we would love to invite you to the imaginary gym that we both run and operate. Well, I don't know if that's in our future or not. We'll have to kind of look <laughs> at our retirement plans and see. I am curious. Uh, Lauren... What do you want in a gym and why? It could be imaginative. It could be very serious. It could be creative. You have a gym. You can do whatever you want with that space. What do you want in it? Okay. Yes. I love this. Um, I want the number one thing I thought about, and it's going to be, you're going to be like, this is not what I thought this was going. I want different like turf and flooring in a gym, like throughout a gym. <gasps> yes. That? Yes changes the vibe and your ability to work out in so many different spots like bar should be done in my opinion on hardwood floors some bar studios are carpeted carpet yeah i don't want to work out on carpet ever ever (laughs) so gross so gross so in my opinion a bar (laughs) studio has a hardwood floor and you wear grippy socks Mm -hmm. but then i want I want a little bit of that. I'm doing a thing with my hands that is insinuating something bouncy, a little uh-huh. turf-wise, like a little softer landing. So if you're doing a jump squat or coming down to that surface, you're not just like laying on the concrete. Um, I like that. Maybe a little turf if you're doing something mm-hmm. like sled or running or whatever. But yeah, I think that that can make make a space that doesn't even have to be super fancy feel so separated and like you could do a lot of different things there I know it's really silly but it gets me excited oh my it's so true I think about all the spaces I've been to with turf it felt like I was in Disney World like like there was just like opportunity on turf <laughs> I, I don't know what the opportunities were but it right. just I wasn't doing happy. anything on it but it felt like I could yeah <laughs> It felt like yes, it exactly, exactly. All right, so you're walking in. Walk into the same gym. What What's the first thing you're doing? We've established flooring. <laughs> okay. I'm going to the bathroom, mm. and I am looking at all of the amenities. The Taurus is really coming out. But, like, there's good smelling things. There's dry shampoo. I knew the dry there's, shampoo was going to be there, yes. Yes, there's bobby pins. There's extra hair ties. There's, uh, I don't know, things I didn't even know I needed. I want spa-level bathrooms. You want that shampoo, conditioner, body wash, not all in one. You want separate. Correct. Correct. And I don't want it in that, like, you know, fill it up on the thing on the wall, like a nice shelf. And there's like little Uh pumps, you know, did you ever go to a place and like, it's just like these weird shades of yellow and orange liquids. And you're like, of course, I I don't want that. I don't want that. I want to feel like I am in a spa. I don't know what it is about those bathroom experiences, but Sometimes I go to the bathroom and gyms, like my gym bathroom, I'll be honest, is, is very straightforward. It's cinder block. It, it doesn't ventilate well. Like it serves its purpose. And I'm also the one like primping it when I leave. Right. <laughs> like, let You're me make like, it nice. Get, get some damn poopery in here or something. My goodness. <laughs> oh, 
spray before you flush. Yeah. yeah. Or spray before you go. Is that what it is? Yes. yes. But like, come on. Uh, the little things. Um, but definitely I'm a bathroom amenities girl. Um, I want, I really believe in, in the importance of front desk staff, like a welcome crew. Like I want mm. there to be like someone who says hello. Um, that's such a strange thing to want in a gym. I know it's sort of a random staffing. Thing, I said but... flooring. I said flooring. So what you yeah, say it, is it not like, strange. What, what builds the gym, right? The yeah. base of the gym is important. Um, that's super important to me. And I think lots of accessible equipment, like equipment that like, I don't know. Sometimes I walk into maybe a big, a big like box gym or a global gym. And I just feel like I have to fit into these spaces, uh, fit onto these pieces of equipment. And I think it's nice to just have like multiple types of bars, different weights. You got a 15 pound bar, a 35 pound bar, you got a hex totally. bar, yeah. you've got like the easy bar, you've got the things that, you know, you can modify as you need to kind of like a, a playground, right? Like lots of different fun toys to play with. I a hundred percent think of a gym as a playground. And I've talked about this before, um, on accessibility. Yeah. So when we're thinking about accessibility, like, are there a lot of step downs and transitions between surfaces? Mm -hmm. Are things able to be reached by folks who are different heights or maybe in right. a chair? So I think that the idea of having options for storage, which is similar to what you're saying about different bars, options for storage, totally. Um, what about the soundtrack of the gym? <laughs> oh, I am so glad you asked. So it depends on the movement, of course. Um, but I want it as loud as possible. Oh. I want to not be. Able, I know I don't even want to hear myself think. I just want to be able breathe. to like, breathe. <laughs> I, I want to be able to hear myself breathe. But other than that, like I just love you know when a really good song comes on, like tambourine, and you're just like, let's <laughs> friggin' go. <laughs> I'm cracking up that that was the song. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm blown away. Okay. Wait, really? Like the, the internet song does not make you want to just like lift the weight of a house. I just am laughing that you had one song in mind already. That, that song, that's the, our gym is actually purgatory and it only plays tambourine over and over and over again. Um, well, just me, you and Eve, baby. <laughs> E-B-E. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else is there. I think that, like, when, when we continue with the idea of accessibility is, like, having offerings that mm. invite a wide range of folks to, number one, participate in, and also labeling them in a way that makes them feel open to a lot of folks and, like, being very clear with the expectations of this, what we're doing, but not like, I just really, really, really don't like, I use it because it helps attract people, but I don't like a beginner intermediate advance. I don't like mm. it. I don't like it. I think in some ways it can be like informative for folks, but like there are so many things that happen in a class or like a movement session that people don't fall into like every beginner can only do beginner things on this and every advanced right. person can only do right. advanced. So like saying that this class is a beginner class and then realizing that some of like, that's really subjective. The teacher who planned that may think that that is the beginner move 
and it's not. There's somewhere else to go. Um, so I think being very clear with what's going to happen in a space and like how we designate this. Are we up and down off the floor? Is this a jumping class? Is, you know, mm -hmm. all of those things can be clear to folks. But I think that the idea of like labeling a class easy, super beginner like yeah, is just, right, right. can be so deceptive. And it, it also is sort of heartbreaking. Like I sometimes am gassed out in the warm up, and it's like the warm up got me today. Can I even handle the class? Mm -hmm. uh, those types of moments really make you wonder. Like if you're good enough, maybe I'm am worse quote worse than a beginner. Y'all being a beginner is not a bad thing. And it's also, a spectrum. <laughs> it's a spectrum, and so you might be feeling like a beginner even when you've been working out for years because maybe you're coming back from illness or you're coming back from surgery or you're coming back from just a really rough month. Or you've never like, done it before. Bananas. Right, right. The concept of being beginner, advanced, or intermediate, um, I've seen it in yoga classes, spin, etc. It's like, what's the barometer here? How are you judging this? Um, it doesn't necessarily make sense to me and I wouldn't want it in my gym either. What I really think matters is a coach who is trained in adaptive movement and accessible movement and is trauma informed can you know can create a class that feels like you can access your strength and your fitness in a way that you enjoy you have lots of options for movement modifications um lauren i don't know if you ever get tired of giving modifications but i don't think people get tired of hearing about them no i don't get tired and i also learn new ones every time someone does something mm. that i didn't say to do um, so cool so, so cool. the list keeps growing you said something about coaches so that's something I think is interesting. In so many big box gyms, there's just these coaches and like trainers circling like sharks. Um, right, absolutely right. waiting for them to make an assumption about your ability and your desire for mm. things that you do at the gym, right? So it'll be like, oh, that person's definitely a beginner. I can tell by X, Y, and Z. Like, okay, first of all, I've been doing it like this for years and I don't care. Like, I'm not trying to work mm -hmm, out with you. Mm -hmm. But I think that, that, I called them, I called that model sharks and it does feel a little bit predatory. And I think having a space where there are coaches and experts available for like quick help without the pressure of being like, you are now a project of mine and I will mm -hmm. make everything about you becoming a project and like getting pressured into a program or a like a package some, yeah something deeper than what you're looking for before you're mm. ready um so I think that the idea that there are folks there to maybe help you without necessarily needing to like upgrade your whole life yes oh yes you know I don't know if you know this our gym started doing this thing where after you do your intro classes and your intro training a coach can take class with you and you can have a coach like in a class or maybe you're concerned about the movements or you're not sure about it um, or you want a little extra help and they kind of guide you through this group class, which could otherwise be extremely intimidating because you're looking around the room, you're not sure if you're doing the right thing, you need to modify. Um, and you can kind of have a buddy that you right. asked for who's going to make sure that you stay safe and gives you that like whisper in your ear of like yeah you could do it this way or you could also do it that way and we don't have to keep up with class we can also do it this way I just thought that was really sweet because sometimes we feel thrown in and then all of a sudden we get feedback that we didn't ask for it's like what does that even mean right totally totally this is a, a more a more gentle transition into becoming like a yeah air quotes general member and in the space that I've been working out, uh, 
if you can't have a person do that, they have QR codes that you could scan. If you're like, <gasps> what does this do? They have a QR code and it shows you what it do. <laughs> like it wow. shows you how to use that. So you don't, if you're like a less, you know, in person asking a, another human being, this is an advantage of like scan, see a couple workouts you could do with it, a couple suggested movements, how to like set it up without having to interact with another person. So that is also an added value. Oh, I love it. I thought I definitely would want in my future gym. <laughs> right. Oh you're, you're just like, ping, ping. Yes. Like, you don't want to talk to anyone. You can just get little information bits. It's almost like going to a museum or something. <laughs> I was just about to say, get some pictures on the wall. It feels very museum. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, get the headphones, do the audio tour of the gym. Yeah. Yes, yes, totally. So I think that that's yeah. like a, that is that there, there's two different types or like several types of people, obviously, but like maybe some people do want that person working out with them or maybe they're just like, I don't feel like asking anybody, but I would love to see a demo and that demo comes up. So that's mm. something that I like. And let's, can, can we go fancy? Let's end on a fancy note on things oh, that we you, want. You started on a fancy. I always take I will always take it to fancy town. Yes. Are we having a sauna steam room? I mean, you live in oh, New Orleans. You live in a oh, steam room. Oh, yeah. Listen, I want a sauna slash mm. steam room. I like sauna for the dryness. Yeah, I like dry. Steam, the steam room is the gym if it's located in New Orleans. Right. I want I want the ice bath or the mm. or the or the or we're called cold dips you cold know like plunge, a little cold plunge yeah. yes i will take that um i do want a massage chair however i will also add in those uh leg things what are, you know what they're called I can't oh remember. the compression boots yeah give me some of those too yeah <laughs> yeah i love those so love them so what you're saying is you want a massage but you don't want anyone to touch you Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. Just wanted to make sure that that's what I was hearing. Yes. Um, so yeah, I want that. And I want like, I, I'm, I'm so a sauna girl. I'm just, I'm into it. I'm into it. I don't care. I don't care what the benefits are. I don't. I want to be warm. <laughs> the benefit is me being warm. <laughs> a little salamander. Yeah. I want to yes. get warm and then I want to do a rinse and I want to get warm uh... again. And then I want to do a rinse and I want to, be able to like talk and blah, blah, blah in the sauna and then chill out. Um, so I think that that is in my future gym, there's definitely gonna be a sauna. And maybe for the for the days you're not feeling super social, maybe just the small individual ones. I don't know. Oh, oh, I like that. That's what they have at a gym here, like a little fitness studio. And they are so nice. I bought like a little, little closet. <laughs> yes, it's like a little hot closet and you get to hook up Wait, 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 wait. Talk about fancy. You hook up your phone to the sauna and you get to play your jams. And I just love it so much. Um, I think that would be an excellent segment of our future gym because I, I definitely think we would both want that. Um, there's just something so lovely about sitting in a sauna to me. I am wondering, do we have the technology yet to uh, record in a sauna? <laughs> Could we do that? you and I I don't think you and I have the technology for that someone else might yeah if anyone out there has heat protectant technology I feel like the sauna episode is, is a thing sauna thought um, <laughs> my yeah we get delirious by the end they're like oh come out of there the podcast 
podcast immediately and abruptly cancels. Yeah. Yes. Get them out of there. My last thing is, do we have food? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have food. Is it like a smoothie bar? Is it? No. We have food. Yeah. Like burritos. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a pub. Yeah. It's like a bar and grill. Yeah. I'm gonna order a chicken Caesar salad wrap and an IPA to go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ma'am, you can't take that to go. You can't take that beer in your car. You can here, but just not good. Yeah. yeah. In this in this city, yeah. Um, I think yes to food. I think I would love a mixture of the cold smoothie option, maybe some, a coffee bar. It sounds like I want a mall experience, right? Like I want this like spa, gym, restaurant experience. I'm sure that we can make it happen. Um, I think I'd like may- maybe a bistro is the better. Bistro. Better, um, <laughs> better I'm going to finish in the sauna and get a French onion <laughs> soup. Like it's 100 degrees outside. <laughs> a French onion uh, soup. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren, when you're done with legs, come meet me in the bistro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's uh, that's the dream. So, if you want to sign up, we're, we're taking founding members. <laughs> There's a lot going on at this place. <laughs> Takes up one city block. <laughs> oh my god, I can't breathe. <laughs> There's a doggy daycare. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, there's definitely doggy daycare. We didn't even get that far. But yeah, definitely. I mean, child care is one thing, but doggy daycare is a must. But what about my cats? <laughs> Kitty daycare too. Yeah, there could be a whole like the, the climbing tree thing that y'all have. We know where they like lay in hammocks. Yeah. Yeah. A, we a catio. A catio. Like it's a, cat- a pat, pat catio. <laughs> is that like, what I'm hearing? My cat patio? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this this gym's amenity list just like quadrupled because the cats are also going to have their own bistro and patio and the works. Yes. A fountain. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Thank you for going down a, to the Imagination Station with me. Y'all, this has been the Rest Day's Guide to the Gym Galaxy. and as Some of it tell, is useful and some <laughs> of it is not. And most, most of what you just heard is out of this world. So, <laughs> oh my God. Not real. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't have any notes for us uh, for going forward. Do you have any notes for us to wrap this up? Well, they know where to find us. They can join the Patreon where maybe that's where we'll put our miniature uh, interview about <laughs> equipment yeah, in, balls, in the Patreon. And yeah, you can find us on social media. Listen in. Message us. Tell us what you think. Tell oh, us what you want to hear. Because, you know, we can't keep we can keep doing this. We can. You probably yeah. can't keep doing this. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Um, and we also fully accept clickbait, so... Oh, yes, always we're always that. taking submissions for clickbait. And other than that, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.